Hi everyone and welcome to the Smart Cities Chronicles podcast, your podcast for everything Smart Cities action and investment and outcomes. My name is Adam Beck, I'm your host of the Chronicles uh, and my day job is Executive Director of the Smart Cities Council here in the region in Australia and New Zealand. And today we're going to be talking about a couple of exciting things. Uh, we have with us uh, on this episode uh, Ali Dench from uh, Wallandilly Shire Council. Ali, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, Adam, hi. Hi, thanks for having me here. This is rather exciting talking to you today. Yes, I am looking forward to this conversation. Um, to kick things off, Ali, let's, uh, let's give our listeners uh, a bit of an introduction to yourself. Who are you and what do you do? Oh, okay, Adam. Well, I'm Executive Director for Community and Corporate at Wallandilly Shire Council. And I've, I've been at Wollandilly now here for just close on 15 years. And my role here is to um, look at how we connect with the community, making sure our customer services are all in order. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's looking at what the community needs are. Uh, IT, digital connectivity, um, all that sits within my portfolio here at Wollandilly. So we, we're a... a um, a, a, a council that's on the southwest fringes of Sydney, but we're actually a metropolitan. We, we, we are uh, a metropolitan council, but we have very big uh, area, two and a half thousand square kilometres. So it's a very, very big uh, shire. Um, and so when it comes to digital connectivity um, and heading into the new world of, of, of digital, it's a bit of a challenge for us out here in God's country, as I lovingly call Wallandilly. So we. Yeah. It, it, it certainly is a, a huge land area. I'm, I'm I'm looking on Google Earth as we speak, and now you've got you've got a bit of everything. You've got sort of urban. You've got uh, plenty of rural. You've got sort of backing up against national park. Give us a sense of the diversity of uh, of oh, is a place. It's it's it is. It's the hidden. It's a hidden gem out on the outskirts of Sydney. So yeah, we have. Um, Majority of the catchment, so Sydney's um, drinking water is collected within our, our local government area. Um, and we, we have Warragamba Dam up in the north part of the Shire, and we go all the way right down to the Southern Highlands, right out to the Oberon boundary, and, and uh, out to Appen. So, yeah, it's a, a very diverse Shire, very uh, rural living is our, our vision. Um, it's what our residents love about this area, but we also have quite a few um, towns, 17 towns and villages. Uh, but we also have a very big priority growth area within our shire that's just been announced uh, last year, which is Wilton Newtown area. So we have about 50,000 people um, spread uh, throughout the Wollandilly Shire. Um, and we've got a lot of challenges of connectivity between our villages, uh, particularly road-wise, but also to... Um, we have a lot of wireless connectivity out here. So the NBN and, and broadband has been rolled out quite slowly across this particular area. So we're also very vulnerable to lots of things such as fires, storm events, which also interferes with a lot of our connectivity out here. So we're going to be going, Adam, from 50,000 people up to about 110,000 people in the next oh, wow. 10 to 15 wow. years. So we're building, we're building a town the size of Port Macquarie out at Wilton. Um, and, the, and the big challenges we have out there is, is about basic utility provision. Um, we're, we're working with developers to make sure that we get good infrastructure and services on the ground. But as everything goes, it's a challenge resourcing-wise and how we do that. So 
Um, that's why we're becoming pretty vocal on the scene when it comes to the needs out in this area. Um, urban sprawl is not what we want. We want good lifestyles um, and, and healthy, healthy communities. Uh, and our biggest challenge is how we get people to jobs, how we get services such as health and education um, on the ground for, for that, that number of people that are coming, coming into Wollandilly. So it's not just our area too, it's up around Campbelltown and Camden, one of the fastest growing areas in Australia. Um, and there's another growth priority area that's just been announced, which is the Greater MacArthur area. So there'll be linkages between Wilton and the Greater MacArthur area. So there's lots of challenges ahead for us around how are we going to keep up with the growth and how are we going to be able to provide services on the ground? So, the, yeah, the, the, um, the, the, the growth is sort of eye-watering. Um, just for our listeners, look, we're going to try and tackle two, two sort yep. of agendas on, on, this, uh, on this episode. So um, we're going to dig into Wallandilly's um, journey around smart cities. We've been sharing, mm-hmm. uh, been sharing the, the smart cities journey you know, from a, a number of local government perspectives around Australia and New Zealand um, and, and offshore as well. And then, then we'll sort of finish up this episode with, with that bigger picture and, and we'll, we'll jump into the, uh, the, the descriptor, the, the concept, the project or the program, which is known as Digital Western Parkland City. So, so let's, let's start with, with Wallandilly Alley. Um, mm. You know, where, where did it start on Smart Cities? What was the origin of the journey? And sort of give us a little bit about the why and the how. Well, we actually um, started when, uh, again, the growth was, was knocking on our doorstep and we knew we had to do something. Quite often we go along to planning sessions and Wallagilly wasn't even on the map, Adam. You know, physically mm-hmm. wasn't even on the map. Um, it seemed that uh, Western Sydney and, and that this area sort of finished at Camelltown quite often. But it's a, it, it, it's a bigger area than that. And quite often, Wallandilly, we slept through the, through the net when it came to funding opportunities. People either saw us as a rural regional area rather than a metropolitan area. So when it came to actually um, advocating for our community and addressing the needs they have on the ground, we decided we'd go out there. We need to get our house in order. Um, and we, we, we saw that uh, technology was, was part of the way for the future. The city deals came along as a very big opportunity because we're one of the eight councils in the Western Sydney city deal. As you mentioned, um, the uh, digital Western Parkland city is part of that city deals approach to, to how we're going to build this third city of, of, of Sydney, of which Wallandilly is part of that. So we, we put a hand up. We, we, we started off with a, a smart shires uh, agent, strategy agent, um, Joanna Kratz, who, who we thought, right, we'll have somebody here who can gather the evidence and the data and look at what's actually happening and develop a smart shire strategy. So that's where we started in, you know, about three years ago. Um, and so it was a, it's the strategy that we put in place was our plan for being proactive and engaging around the digital possibilities. And we, we used this opportunity to, to dovetail into the city deal stuff. And we actually put our hand up as the lead council out of the eight councils to drive the development of a digital action plan. And the reason we did that was because we weren't being heard. So we want to be at the table. And of course, we've got limited resources. Um, often we haven't got the money, so we put our body where our mouth is rather than our money a lot of the time <laughs> and, and, and get in there and start um, looking and, and, and bringing the grassroots aspect to the table 
at a higher strategic level. To, and one thing that I, I believe we're good here at Wollongilly, and that's telling the story on how it impacts on everyday people, particularly the lack of connectivity. We, we had people only three or four years ago still using dial-up, Adam. Mm. Um, we, we had lots of black spots, mobile phone black spots out here. So we decided to put our, our strategy in place and start to advocate and start to knock on people's doors and say, hey, we, we, we are part of the metropolitan area. We want to have a good communities. We've got residents that commute to the city, to jobs. We want to, so we want to develop jobs in our actual local area near where people live. Um, and the commute can be up to two hours for um, a lot of our residents. So and, we've got to be smarter on how yeah. we do that. And when you say city, uh, Ali, you mean into the Sydney CBD? Yeah, yeah, a lot of, yeah. Lot of our residents, well, they go varied and, and, and wide. Um, mainly up into the CBD, up to Liverpool, Parramatta areas as well. Mm. Um, but, but Adam, it's not just people who are working, it's education too. We have, here's a little stat, we, oh, very quickly, we have 4,500 kids between the ages of 12 and 17. That's, that's secondary high, that's high school, right? High mm. school age kids. We have one public high school in the area and we have one private high school mm. that caters for about 1,500 kids. So we have about three, three and a half thousand kids travelling outside of our shire every day just to high school, to 27 different high schools. Wow. Just, just imagine the impact on that, on, on identity, on the area, on families, access to services, access to education. And, and that impacts also to on our access to health services. So it's, it's something that we need to address and we see that the digital world can be a solution to a lot of those issues. So that's you, why we're getting involved. Yeah, yeah you, you've got a really, you're in a really interesting position, aren't you? Because you're at, well, what was the current population? 50 something thousand? Just, just on 50,000. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and so uh, more, more, just over a doubling of, of population in, oh, yeah. in, in a very short period of time. Um, I had a I had a conversation a couple of episodes ago with Chris Isles around um, planning for the future and this idea of planning because planning mm -hmm. that word in itself sort of you know is, is meant to meant to sort of indicate some sense of the future and, and what's happening and and mm -hmm. you know, can we really plan plan for the future? Um, it, it's going to be an extraordinary journey, isn't it? Because I mean, you, you probably you look at Wallandilly now, you see it as it is, and then it's like, yep. well, this is going to double in size. Um, how Can you talk to me about mindset in terms of how do you wrap your head around <laughs> doubling the size of your city? And, how do you, and, what how do you, I, and what I will say is what's interesting, I suppose a benefit, but then equally, as you said, urban sprawl, you don't want to encourage that either, but you've got a fair amount of greenfield development. So sort yeah. of blank campus, haven't you, which can present a lot of opportunities. Yeah, we do. We do. And we love this area. And, we, and look, we are ourselves, and, and Hawkesbury is a bit similar to us as well. We're, we're, we're the last frontier when it comes to food production for the Sydney Basin. So mm. our big open green spaces are very, very important to us. And we see ourselves as custodians to ensure that the agricultural and agribusiness sector still thrives within the Sydney Basin. And yet we've got this sprawl. People need to live somewhere, Adam, exactly right, with the, with the amount that our population's doubling. So we've got to be a lot smarter around how we plan for these things. We're, 
where we do densification it could be an answer well is an answer of looking at uh, making sure we don't just spread out into these greenfield sites so that's where Wilton came along that you know we want to quarantine I suppose a part of our area that's where we've planned for um, the, the growth for in our shire to enable a good economic development and opportunities in this area. But at the same time, protecting our towns and villages who have a vision of rural living. Mm. Um, and they, they, they want to remain that rural focus um, because they, they love coming back to that sense of open space and, and good fresh food and family orientation. But the pressure and the constraints on being able to get a job and working and even the congestion on the road and things like that, we don't want to add to it. So our vision out here is about rural living but empowered by smart technology to be able to help us do that so and to build build um, connections and services locally and, and looking at innovation and how we can do things uh, I, I think we've got to move away from the area the, the way of everybody going to the cbd for their needs to be met mm. we can do that in our own area we need to do that for the growing population so yeah, we yeah. want to try, try and provide empowering processes, I suppose you could say, for our communities um, through technology and be a lot more co collaborative and sustainable while we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, you, you've certainly got, a, got a, a diverse audience sort of slash community because you've got, um, you know, you've probably got, you've got blue collar jobs, yep. you know, um, yep. uh, commuting into sort of, you know, a, yep. one, one of the, you know, the, the largest global cities in Australia being Sydney, but then equally, you know, and I'm scanning through your priorities here in your in your smart yep. shire strategy. Yep. Yep. You've then got ag tech, you know, as, yep. a, as, as a key sort of priority given that you've got, you know, local farming community and productive That's agricultural right. lands. Um, exactly. Can you give me a little bit of a snapshot on sort of the engagement process now around sort of, you know, smart cities, smart regions? You know, what's what's been your dialogue with the community? Has... You know, we often hear that the community doesn't really know what this agenda is. It's very techno-speak. What, what's been your um, your dialogue with the community around this agenda? Yeah, we've well, when we developed our Smart Shire strategy, we did it online. We we tried the um, try and connect more online because, like I say, when we try to connect with our communities, they're either on the road coming home from work or from high school. <laughs> yes. um, so the traditional way of engaging with the community, we've got to do things differently to be, get people interested and also connected so we've been doing a lot more uh, online um, web chats and engagement um, we still do some of the traditional stuff like we have stood on the train station at 5 30 in the morning handing out flyers so here's, mm. here's a podcast or here's, here's a web page go on have a say encouraging people to use their online stuff uh, on, on online access I should say to um, to having a say but we're finding that people have paucity of time um, and so they're becoming more issues orientated so we tend to try and engage on those specific issues we do live streaming of our council meetings we do um, uh, live we've, we've got live da tracking online so people can connect in in, in that way uh, our libraries are a lot more can, um, open for people to come in and use the technology if they don't have it personally themselves so we're looking at that group in the community they really don't have access to, to technology um, to encourage them to. We're trying to do a whole heap of education and awareness around our social media connections and, and, and how we engage online, particularly with 
um, online smart forms and services, but we've got a long way to go. Um, the, the also to training of staff um, and skilling people up to be able to uh, respond digitally. Uh, we're trying to also across our whole organisation here is immerse technology within each of the areas. Um, rather than specialising in one area, we're, we're asking people to become more multi-skilled to be able to put up on the website information, put up on social media when we're having engagement processes and trying to connect in that way. It's going to be evolving though, Adam. It's something that's not going to happen overnight with our community. We have uh, the millennials who are coming through who are really smart and able to use a lot of those services. But then we have our ageing population out here who've, who've never connected. So we do smart, uh, savvy seniors programs to try and get our seniors understanding how to use social media, how to use online services to get their, their, their needs met and, and get information that way. So we're trying to do it in all different ways, but it is evolving. The one thing that we have found through all of this, Adam, is we don't have all the answers. Mm. Um, and we, we need, the private industry is just going ahead in leaps and bounds in this area. And a smart government needs to be tapping into that and working in partnership and working together to make sure that we're getting people's needs met um, rather than guessing what their needs are. So it's about gathering data and understanding what people want and how they want their services delivered, where they want their jobs. We're looking at developing smart hubs out here in Wollandilly so as people can help with seeing uh, uh, new businesses uh, using all these smart hubs, but we want those smart hubs to be connected throughout the whole area so we can be sharing information and sharing data, all that sort of stuff. So that's, that's sort of where we want to head. Um, so our smart shy strategy that you referred to, yeah, we've developed one um, which outlines where we want to go. It's a bit of a blueprint, but um, it's going to become outdated very, very quickly because of the way things uh, are evolving. Uh, absolutely, as, as they do. Um, and and on, um, on sharing, Ali, and, and yeah. sort of collaboration Let, let's sort of pivot now and let, let's chat a little bit about this bigger picture force that's at play out in western sydney with the digital western parkland city mm. um project or program so for our for our listeners benefit you know we, we've got a number of sort of um a number of descriptors here so um you know ali has mentioned the, the words, you know, city deal, Western Sydney city deal, but we've also mentioned the digital Western Parkland city program or project. Um, can you, Ali, for the benefit of our listeners, just give us a, a quick snapshot of um, this, this sort of larger force at play that is going on in Western Sydney and then we'll dive a little bit deeper into that. Yeah, so the um, City Deals, the Western Sydney City Deals came about because of a great opportunity with the uh, building of the Western Sydney Airport out at Badgerys Creek. So there's a big airtropolis that's being developed in that area. And it's looking at um, the, the population out here in, in Western Sydney, not just in Wallantilly, you know, we're doubling, um, but the population expected to grow from, from about 1 million um, up to about 1.5 million people in 2036. So... Um, the city deal came about as how can we leverage this opportunity of this new airport that's been built to connect us all and to um, create a, a viable um, and smart um, and livable uh, parkland city. 
So there's eight councils that are involved in this. So it includes um, all the eight councils, Blue Mountains, Camden, Campbelltown, Fairfield, Hawkesbury, Liverpool, Penrith, and of course, Wallandilly as part of the city deal. Um, and it's a 20 year um, agreement. It's a 20 year deal that um, we're all looking at what are, how are we gonna address those needs and the digital space came up as one of the top priorities. So there is four, four areas we're talking about. We wanna develop a digital action plan. So you need a plan to know where to start to head, but those plans are always constantly reviewed and evolving. But we, we, we've got to start from somewhere. I always say, how do you eat an elephant, Adam? Mm, yes. <laughs> little bit by right. a little bit. So you've got to start somewhere. So we're looking at developing a digital action plan, but we can't do it on our own in local government. Local government is the closest form of government to the people um, and where people come straight away we want things done so we're also that conduit back up to state government and federal government so the city deal is about a partnership as well not only between the eight councils but with state government and federal government and so um, the state government's going to be developing a smart western city program of which we need to make sure our digital action plans talking to and they also have a 5G strategy and the openly available data sets can, uh, program in place. How do we collect our data? How do we store our data? How do we make sure that it's analysed? How do we make sure it's all tapped back into addressing all the needs and making sure we're on the right track? So, again, we can't do it on our own. So, the three levels of government are working together in doing that. And, and, and just to be clear, Ali, when, you know, when, you talk about, when you talk about digital action plan, when you talk about 5G, uh, and some of these sort of investment areas, we're talking across eight councils, aren't we? We've got yeah. a lot of players around the table here trying to, trying yeah. to bring a lot of different, uh, different organisations together. How is, yeah. how is that going? I mean, getting three tiers of government to line up <laughs> and sign a set of commitments. I mean, just, just the eight councils alone must have been you know, quite a journey, but then throw in there, and not only the state government, you've got different parts of the state government, right? Mm. Sort of mm. got the, the, the metro-wide Greater Sydney mm. Commission to throw in there as well. It, it's a really sort of, a lot of cooks in the kitchen. Oh, mate, too right there is. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of egos. Yes. <laughs> a lot of, oh, we, we've got the answers. But there's no one answer. And, and look, I always believe the sum of us is better than the one of us. So it's all about collaboration and working together so we can wind up with, we want to be the leading area. We want to be world-renowned as a really great, smart area. And, and if we just decide we're going to do it on our own or, or one council or eight councils without state and federal government, we're delusional. Mm. <laughs> we, we need to... All, and, 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 again, we're delusional if we think we can only do it as government. We need industry. We need everybody involved so as... Everybody has ownership and wants to deliver stuff on the ground that's going to produce a vibrant, livable, wonderful place to live. So that's what the city deal is about. So every time we get together, we start talking about, we make sure the principles and the vision is top of mind. So, and then the projects fall out of that. Um, from there. Once you start getting too project focused, that's a bit of divide and conquer. So what you want to do is keep together on, on the vision and what the outcome is. And if you keep working together on that outcome, like I say, everything else falls into place. I've been able to pull together across the eight councils a group called Collaborate. Now, um, the way to do it to make sure everyone's on board is 
Um, I've grabbed the smart offices, and I always say they're bloody smart, Adam, one of the best lot of offices in local government, um, together into a group where we meet once a month, and you've got to take a breath, you've got to take time out to do this, to develop the relationships, and then to start having trust amongst each other, to be able to work together, and, and we all see we've got a common, and look what is our common, our common goals, our common vision to create a great um, regional area. And, and we work towards that. So Collaborate gets together and, and, and we talk and we go through. And so much so we've actually um, we applied for funding for the Smart uh, Cities and Suburbs round where we got funding to, to look at implementing a sensor project. So we've got a project that's pulling us together and we're working together, but we're also drawing on board other partners such as Sydney Water, a couple of universities, state government um, departments and all that to help us roll out this sensor project. Um, to gather data. Um, so that's, that's something exciting we're working on together, but at the same time, keeping a focus on what our principles and where we're going. Been very fortunate to connect with Infrastructure New South Wales. Again, um, Simon Hunter, I'm working with Simon, um, who, who, has, who has a real collaborative focus as well. So finding like-minded people is also the key to, 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 to getting things happening and all working together on the ground. So, so, Ali, so Ali, let's go. Let's go back to the elephant that we're trying yeah. to break, break down. Which part we start even first? So, sorry, so, that's all right. So, a couple of Fridays ago, there was a very interesting industry briefing session out in Penrith, in Western Sydney, one of your neighbours, um, yeah. and the Digital Western Parkland City team and project and program um, really sort of kicked off and launched a very interesting but also yeah. I think very exciting uh, process in calling for um, ideas and investment proposals. Can you, can you sort of talk us through what's going, what's going through your mind there? What's the goal and how did you come about creating that approach of going out to the market broadly and saying, hey, this is who we are, this is, this is the, the opportunity, here are our challenges. Um, over to you, industry. Um, tell us, tell us sort of what what you might be able to do and what you might be able to offer. Can you talk us a little bit through that uh, that approach? Well, uh, we ha originally when we were looking at developing the action plan and the smart program and and looking at how we're going to work with industry, we were trying to work in a fair, open, and transparent way in which to do that, so everybody had opportunity. It's about everybody being informed and everybody having um, a say and an opportunity to be involved in this. So we looked at what was happening internationally um, and industry briefing um, seemed to be the way, to, way uh, to go. So put it out there in the public. So what we wanted to do was open up the opportunity for everybody to work together to help develop this digital Western Parkland city. Um, we didn't want to go out there with the old original um, tender uh, and say, oh, well, this, is the, we, this is the solution we want. We don't know the answers. The industry has the answers, we believe. And when we all work together, um, sh that's, that's where we're going to find the solutions, by talking to each other. So the way to talk to everybody in a fair, open and transparent way was through the industry briefing. So it, it was pulling everyone together and saying, this, these, are, these are the opportunities. Um, 
these are the ways in which we see um, the issues and the challenges that we have. And there's eight different uh, themed areas that we uh, put out there to, um, to, the, to the industry and, and, and to the public to say that these are the areas that we believe will be helping to build a well-connected, smart digital space in the Western Parkland City. You've got the answers. You've got the, um, the, the solutions. We don't want to prescribe what they are. Once you start prescribing what solutions are, you tend to inhibit in innovation and creativity and the way that things are moving so fast, evolving so fast. By the time we develop a set of specifications and what we want as government, we're, we're, we're 10 years behind. <laughs> so the whole idea is to say, hey, this is, this is what um, we see are the issues. Come back to us with a prospectus on how you see and we want we want a prospectus or your, 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 your views um, to be collaborative. So work together with somebody else, not just, you know, we're not looking for the off-the-shelf ideas. We're looking for great innovative things and solutions to, 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 to what um, we see uh, out in the, um, is needed out in, in the Parkland City. So we're talking about those themes are along internet connectivity. We want smart monitoring and sharing of data. We want our public spaces to be all connected and smart. We want to be able to move around, so transport issues. So how do we provide those smarter transport services? How do we engage? How do we bring the community along with us? How do we provide that education and awareness around the usage of, of all, all the smart um, digital stuff and encourage and increase digital literacy? How do we provide great jobs working from home? A lot of people want to work from home rather than wasting time on the road getting to and from places. And how do we do our better planning and management, um, smart planning and management? So that's what we put out to the industry last Friday and said, come back to us in a month's time. We're going to be having a pitch fest in a month's time. And, and let's, let's talk and see what your, your ideas are. And we'll also be able to um, help incubate some of those ideas and innovation and see, put people in touch with other people who don't, who not necessarily have been working together at this stage, but we can see where the jigsaw puzzle pieces can come together to create a great solution. And, so, and, and, and Ali, so this is, for our listeners, this is a, this is a real live uh, opportunity right now. I, I mean, this podcast episode will, will, will last digitally for quite some time, but, um, mm. you know, we're, we're, we're uh, recording this on, you know, Monday, 18th of February. But um, as you yep. say, you've got um, you've got a call for interest and 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 prospectus out yep. right now, June 29th of March. You, you yep. mentioned there. Um, you, you mentioned there's sort of you know, there's then a, a bit of a process after that after lodging this, this pitch list. You sort yep. of got you've got a structured process. You know, yep. for the remainder of the year with testing and trialing. Um, yep. Give us. Uh, give, give us a sense of sort of those um, those sort of th those next steps as well. What, what, are, what are folks likely to sort of see and, and potentially be involved in um, from, from March onwards as, as you sort of try and narrow this down? I mean, you're, you're going to get a lot of interest across a lot of different areas by a lot of different organisations and consortiums. What does it? What does the process look like between here and the end of the year? Oh well, there's there's a lot of work ahead. What we want to do is 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 gather all those ideas, pull them all together. There's going to be a a panel that's going to be looking at everything that comes in, and then um, we're going to be looking at um, what's the most relevant ones. Where can we put people together? 
and doing a test and trial period. So we've, we've done what you a call to market, um, and then we'll do a test and trial um, period through a 12-week period, um, and then start looking at um, how we can, can put those ideas on the ground and tap them into other programs and projects that both the local government and state government and federal government are rolling out. Um, so there's going to be some hands-on support from both state government and from local councils. Um, we're going to um, have regular meetups and discussion issues, uh, uh, meetings and forums. We're going to be looking at what the barriers and the opportunities are. There's going to be regular one-on-one -on -one sessions for local councils and, and, and New South Wales government to track all our progress um, and, and look at how we're going to... Um, look at accessing to um to those venture capital networks as well so it's a big it's look it's 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 like i said to you before it's it's like eating an elephant it's not going to happen overnight we're going to do step by step and try and bring industry community and everybody along with us with it um and and, and try and identify what are the best solutions to to those challenges that we have so there's a website adam you know there's a website um, where people can go to go and, and, and look at what the op there's an opportunities document which sets out everything we've been talking about. What are the opportunities? Where can people get involved and how can they can get involved? What the actual vision is? Um, and also too, there is um, a selection criteria so people can be guided about around, well, what do I submit? How do I submit it? So there's a bit of a structure there and a prospectus document that people can fill in. And, and go from there. It's That's, evolving. It's yeah, evolving. Uh, this is uh, this is incredible, and, and I imagine, uh, well, from my perspective, that first of its kind in Australia. Um, Ali, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so for our listeners, uh, when you get in front of a, a web browser, digital Western Parkland City, um, you won't right. need too many clicks away from getting to the website that uh, that Ali's yeah. talking about. Um, Ali, on on the Smart City Chronicles podcast, we we've got. Um, We've got listeners that scatter throughout Australia, New Zealand, um, uh, Asia, Middle East, mm -hmm. all parts of Europe, South, yep. North America and beyond. Um, for, for our listeners that are offshore, um, mm -hmm. is, is, this a, is this relevant? Is there a geographic oh. boundary to who can get no. it? No, no, no geographical boundary whatsoever. Okay. That's the beauty of digital technology. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I talk to my aunt in England every day. It's like she's living next door. <laughs> you know, there's, there's no problem at all. And, and, and also, Adam, just to be mindful, this is just the first step. Mm. This isn't the ultimate or the the only solution. This is the first step to start getting people interested and and, and involved. Um, there's going to be a lot more things happening in the future. So this is just the very first step of the discussion and the connection and the collaboration to build a great, great city. Cities aren't built overnight. They're going to take a long time. So we, we, we would value overseas experience um, and innovative ideas and solutions. And um, it, it, we are world citizens, not just Western Sydney Parkland citizens. Um, and it's how we all work together to, to get great stuff happening. And just um, to, just to sort of be crystal clear, I'm just doing some you know summarising now. I mean, we, we've got a we've got a geographic area and footprint mm -hmm. which which is substantial in size on its own. We have a a, a projected population growth which is uh, you know very large. It's it's enormous. We yep. have we have 
we, we have three tiers of government that are, that are in alignment, that are collaborating, uh, agreements have been signed. We have um, certainly a vision. This, this sort of call for prospectus at the moment is, is covering, you know, the, the eight core themes that, that you've outlined here. And it's everything from connectivity and data and smart places and monitoring transport, uh, natural resource management planning, things like that, water energy waste. Uh, there's, there's sort of a, a bit of everything in here for everyone. So this... Um, and this, we've got a great airport too. Yeah, the huge Which is connecting us to the rest of the world. So that's, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. we want to make sure it's seamless between that airport and out into our area. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, yeah, so for me, when I look at the Smart Cities Opportunity Heat Map within the region here, Australia and New Zealand, this is certainly for me, the, the, the real one that stands out in, in sort of colour and size. So uh, a significant opportunity um, yeah. for the public and private sector to work together. I think your openness and call for, for interest and, and giving some scope around these themes is, uh, is extremely exciting. Mm -hmm. um, what, what I'd like to do, just, um, just as we wrap up here, Ali, um, I want to bring it back down to, to you. Um, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd love to sort of just just finish on getting uh, some reflections on on your year ahead. I mean, yes, the, the Western Sydney work is, is a big part of that, but talk to me a little bit more now around 2019, what you've got planned, what you're looking forward to as you go about your, your day job at Wallandilly. Oh, look, I'm looking forward to, to our residents being more involved in um, the, uh, the digital democracy. Um, we're, we're looking at implementing a lot more online services, um, ways in which people can get better access to information and also have better access to having a say on how they want to see their community evolve and develop because we've got such big growth happening here in Wollandilly. Um, we want to make sure that our um, everybody is included and considered within all that growth. Um, this next 12 months or so is going to be a big year for us. We're going to be helping to develop this digital action plan, putting in place a sensor project, gathering data, um, and, and looking at how we can um, have that roadmap fine-tuned for where we're heading. Um, but uh, one thing I do know, lots of change. So we're evolving out here. It's going to be lots and lots of change. And when you have a lot of change happening in place, it's, it's ensuring and making sure everybody's included, everybody's informed, all the processes are there for people to enable people to get the information they need so they know what's going on. I want to increase the digital literacy out here. I want to make sure that Wallandilly is connected so as we've got a good, vibrant, livable community. Um, and, and the only way we can do that is by starting with planning, and little steps by little steps, but at the same time, keeping our vision and our focus top of mind. So it's going to be a big year for us, <laughs> really big year. Well, yeah. Ali, it's, it's been a delight um, mm. talking to you this morning and, and um, uh, sincere sort of uh, best wishes for 2019. I'm sure we're going to cross paths again shortly. So thanks so much for joining Definitely. us. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for the opportunity for the chat. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Likewise. And for our listeners, we've been chatting with uh, Ali Dench, Executive Director of Community Services and Corporate Support at Wallandilly Shire Council. Uh, you've been listening in to episode 19 of the Chronicles. And for those who are not subscribing to the Chronicles, you can uh, subscribe through our usual uh, platforms and uh, your favourite podcast, Places of Joy, uh, Apple Podcasts, 
SoundCloud and also Spotify. Um, we will have more episodes coming very shortly. Uh, but for now, hope you have a great week and keep well.